Hey friends, welcome to episode number 14 of Entrepreneurial Outlaws. If you are listening to this in real time, happy New Year's Eve. It's the 31st of December, 2020. We made it through this year. And this, tomorrow is January 1st of 2021. And I've been doing a lot of thinking you know, so many people tell you not to to look back. I, I think if there was ever a time to look back and reflect, this is it. But if you don't look back, if we don't reflect on the past year or even the past few years, sometimes we continue with the same intentions, the same energy, and, and maybe those things aren't working for us. Maybe those things are kind of routines, cycles, rituals, things that we continue to do, even though they're no longer serving us. And I've been thinking a lot about where I was 12 months ago, what I was, my high, high expectations on this year. And the reality is many of us had high expectations of 2020 because it was a new decade, right? It was a new decade. It is a new decade. And so we had these expectations. And in some way or another, 2020 has kind of blown my expectations out of the water. Of course, nothing unfolded in the way I had expected. But there are so many things. When I speak to clients, students, and my team, there are so many things that have happened this year that have silver linings to them. And so as we are heading into 2021, it's definitely a time of reflection and intention setting. I'm going to try and use the word intention rather than goal um, during the episode. But today's episode, I'm going to be sharing with you four journaling prompts that I have been using to really help me get clear on my intentions for 2021. Last week, I shared with you all of the things I didn't achieve. Some of them I did. Some of them looked different. But there was a lot of good this year in amongst the chaos. There were silver linings. There were things that came out of this that maybe I wouldn't have made time for or perhaps I wouldn't have seen. This year certainly encouraged me to slow down and I think it has had such a profound effect on many of the people I work with because we've learned so much about ourselves. There were things this happened this year that we didn't, we just didn't even comprehend. And then there were things that we didn't know we could do, right? I mean, I, I don't know whether you've experienced that this year. I would love to know if you have. You know, what has 2020 taught you about yourself? The things you didn't realize you could do, right? So as you have been reflecting and sitting with this year, whether you have already thought about next year or it's not even on your radar, I hope that you can take these four journaling prompts, these conversation starters grab yourself a notebook and a pen and either sit as you're listening and go through these questions, sit with the thoughts and and really uncover and unpack some of these 
these things or listen and come back to the episode. I'm also going to be posting over on Instagram. I'm going to be posting a little square that's going to have these questions. It's going to be challenging you. So make sure you go over to Instagram. If we're not already friends over there, come over and say hi. My Instagram handle is in the show notes, but it is Melanie underscore nights 87. Come over and say hi. Give me a follow. Say, Hey, send me a DM. I love, I love getting DMs from people who are like, Oh my God. Yes. I listened to that episode and it really resonated with me. And the reason I love, the reason I love seeing those comments and, and messages is because For me, just one person listening to this episode, one person getting something from it, it's like my job is done. I'm like, that's that's great. If more than one person gets something from it, then I'm exceeding all my own expectations. So it's incredible. So thank you for coming on this journey with me in 2020. We have some big things planned for 2021. Lots of big goals a big vision, my words, my my kind of my vision and words for 2021 are expansive visibility, right? That is my vision and intention for 2021, both personally and professionally. And the reason it's those two things is I'm not as visible as I could be, right? There's definitely a level of comfort, of safety, in my work. And this year has been the opportunity to kind of dip my toe in the, in the possibility of, of what it could look like if my business was to have even a greater impact in more, in more lives, in more ears and with more of you. So expansive visibility is, is just coming up a lot as I have journaled, meditated, as I have sent myself Voxer messages, which I do frequently. I, I love Voxer and I just send myself messages all the time. Like, oh, here's a thought, Melanie, you need to, you need to come back to this. And expansive visibility. It's just, it's, it's what it's going to be all about. And I'm going to be sitting with that as we open up the outlaws, my six month mentorship, for small business owners, entrepreneurs, creatives, folks who identify as mavericks in their field, in their industry, in their personal and professional life, people who have felt like they they don't quite fit in in the online space. This is a place of community, collaboration, engagement, it is a place where we will be coming together. And these questions that I'm going to be sharing with you today, these journaling prompts, this gives you a little taste, a little idea of the kinds of conversations we will be having inside of the Outlaws. Because this mentorship is all about facilitated and self-inquiry. I introduced you to the mentorship a couple of weeks ago. And let me tell you, in the last two weeks, I've had a huge amount of clarity around what it looks like. And we're gearing up and getting ready to open the doors, as it were, right? I hate that phrase. (laughs) But we are going to be giving you more information, sharing more about the mentorship in January. 
and really just inviting you to make the best decision for yourself. And if you want to be a part of this community for the next six months, you will have the opportunity to do so. So make sure you stay tuned for our January episodes because they're going to be focused on how we create intentional businesses, what it means to be an outlaw, what is the outlaw energy, and it's going to be really great. So let's get into today's episode. Let's dive into these four journaling prompts that are going to help you plan and reflect for 2021. You're listening to Entrepreneurial Outlaws, a podcast for creatives, introverts, empaths, and spiritual folks who want to grow a sustainable and impactful business on their own terms. Together, we are paving the way for a new normal in online marketing and business, one that allows you to lean into what makes you and your business unique. And I'm your host, Melanie Knights, storyteller, Pinterest strategist, visibility coach, and CEO of Content Alchemy Marketing, a non-traditional marketing agency for creative business owners who don't want to compromise their creative integrity to make money. Get ready because each week we're having the messy, honest, and transparent conversations about entrepreneurship, the kind that's missing from the highlight reels of our social media feeds. And you'll learn how to create intention and connection behind your content marketing so that you can sell without selling out. We're uncovering the real stories behind what it takes to run a sustainable online business, the highs, the lows, and everything in between. Ready to break the rules and become an entrepreneurial outlaw? Let's do this. Okay. So the first journaling prompt, the first question that I want to focus on is all around money. Money, money, money. We've talked about money before on this show, back in episode... I was going to do one of those cool things where I knew exactly which episode it was, and I don't know. I want to say episode 10. Anyway, we talked about anti-six figures. I'm going to drop it in the show notes because I cannot remember, but we talked about anti-six figures. We talked about six-figure businesses and what that really means. So if you haven't listened to the episode, make sure you give it a listen afterwards. But I want to talk about money because the reality is we're running businesses, we are running businesses. And if we don't make money in our business, then we do just have a very expensive hobby because whether it's time or energy, we are giving up or, or financial, right? Or money, if whether it's time, energy or money, if we're investing those things into our business and we're not getting paid for the work we do, well, that can be a problem, right? Let's just be very realistic about this. We have bills to pay. For some of you, your business may be a side hustle. For some of you, it may be a full-time full time professional career. That's what it is for me. And so making money is something we need to talk about, right? We need to talk about money. money. We need to talk about money, but we need to talk about it in a very transparent way, not just focusing on making six figures. Last week, I shared with you that my goal for 2020 was to make $30,000. I thought that was really interesting, as I mentioned, because every year prior to that, I had these big glorious goals, which I'm going to be just really honest, were super unrealistic. They were unrealistic because I wasn't making enough money to even match my previous income, let alone making six figures or multiple six figures. I'm not turning it down, but it wasn't realistic. 
So I think one of the things that happens when we start to look at our financial goals, right? And I encourage you not to just pluck numbers out of thin air, not look at arbitrary numbers. Looking at being able to pay your bills and have some extra money, that's a really great place to start. Let's just be honest. But the question I want you to look at, right, instead of saying to yourself, I have to make more money than I did this year, right? Forcing ourselves to get into the spin of we have to make more, we have to do more, we have to be more, we have to make more, it has to look this certain way. I want you to ask yourself this question. How can I make the same amount of money and work less? right? I'm going to repeat that. How can I make the same amount of money and work less? Okay. That question has been on my mind. That is definitely my train of thought, my energy heading into this year. How do I match my income, but work less? That's, that's, that seems like a really great goal. (laughs) That seems like a really great intention, right? And the reason it feels really good to explore that question is because this year, 2020, we haven't been able to travel or do some things that maybe we had on we had on the agenda. Maybe we had things planned. Well, we love to travel. I love to travel. I love to visit my friends who live thousands of miles away and I can't see them very often. I love to be able to do that. I love to be able to go and experience other places, really relax with my family. I certainly learned how to do that at home this summer. But the reason this question came up was I worked flat out from March until November. I did not take a full day off until I got sick in November and was forced to stop. And I knew it wasn't great. I knew it was unhealthy. I knew it wasn't, I wasn't enjoying it, but I couldn't see how to slow down. And so when I was forced to stop and rest, and my business carried on going and things carried on ticking along, I realized that, oh, I don't need to be doing quite so much. I don't need to actually be quite so involved. And it also made me look at where am I wasting time each day? Because how am I filling my days? Because I'm doing this work in in an hour at the moment. And so I wanted to explore the idea of working less next year and that, or, or working on new projects, right? So for me, my vision is expansive visibility. I want everything to feel deep, right? Everything is going to go deep, wide. We're going to look at all the opportunities. And another question, the kind of secondary question you can ask yourself is, do I see myself? Do I envision making all of my income in one place, right? Big, big question. Do you see yourself, do you envision making all of your money from one place, one income stream? 
Because I feel as though there is this pressure when we price our products, our programs, our our arts, whatever it might be, when we price our work, there is this pressure to do so in a way that it's going to be our only income. That everything we create has to, we have to consider that being our only income. Especially if you are coaching or mentoring. But do you really envision that? Do you envision that you're only doing one thing? Or is your business model expansive? Do you want to have the time and the energy and the the space to explore new projects? Do you want to ensure that your schedule, whether it's daily, weekly, or monthly, allows you to make decisions on the fly? Right? So that is the first thing. We're often looking at it from a place of I have to make more money than this year, right? Growth, growth, growth. But maybe you can ask yourself, how can I make the same amount of money and work less? Or maybe you want to explore new projects, different opportunities, right? Get really expansive with that question. Okay. The second thing we're going to focus on is planning. Over the last couple of years in my business, I have become known as strategy, batching, planning. That is what I became known for. And that's okay. That was intentional. (laughs) It's no one else's fault. I did that on purpose. But a lot of this year has thrown our plans out of the window. I've had a lot of people come to me because they need more structure, or at least they feel as though they, they want and need more structure. And so often we we feel out of alignment with something in our lives and we put structure in place. We tell ourselves the stories. I'm use, I'm, I'm rubbish with my time. I, I need to be more scheduled. I need to be more um, strategic. I need, I need another strategy, a better plan. I need to just be more focused, less distracted, right? There's this narrative that we tell ourselves. It's very negative and it's, it's often, it's often deeper than we realize. It's often stories that we're telling ourselves that are old and maybe aren't true or maybe were true at some point. But we often at this time of year, and I have I have had courses and programs, some of you may have even been a part of those, where I have looked at planning out a year of content, planning out a month of content, 60 days, 90 days, whatever it might be, planning out content in advance. Sometimes it is wonderful to have a plan. It can be wonderful to have a plan, but our planning needs to be flexible. Again, if anything this year we have learned is that if we are too rigid with our plans, well, there are things that we can't control. And that is going to you know, tip our plans up. It's going to throw them up in the air. It's going to challenge us. And I, my hand is raised. I am a rule follower. I am a planner. I like to know, right? Me and the universe have a frequent fight over the fact that I'm trying to control what's going to happen next. How is this going to happen? How is this going to reveal itself to me? 
right? We have a frequent fight and I usually go, fine, you fucking show me them. (laughs) And she always does. So instead of approaching, whether it's your content, your business, your launches, goals, whatever it might be, personal or professional, instead of saying, I have to plan every minute detail out right now, why not say, I'll plan as far as I can see and I will allow the rest of the year to unfold, right? What if you were to look at it from the point of view of, I can see the next month. I can see the next 60 days, maybe 90 days, maybe the first six months. But you can't see beyond that. Well, that's okay. There's no need to get frustrated. And instead, take what you can see, right? Take what you can really envision and plan those pieces out. Plan out what feels right, what feels aligned, what feels good. Give yourself the space to say, okay, this is what I can see. I know this can this can work. This is possible. Maybe you've done it before or you've had validation on it. Maybe you've already been kind of working on it and unfolding it. And then allow the year to unfold. Because I have a feeling in six months time, we are going to be approaching some newness. We're going to be experiencing some transition. And if that is the case, again, our plans may get kind of thrown out. And the only way strategy and planning really, really, really works is if we have some flexibility. Because like, especially if you are working with other human beings, right? If you're working with other human beings, We have to allow the ability and the opportunity to pivot, to adjust, to make changes. Comes back to giving ourselves permission to change our goddamn minds. Something that in online business, we have been conditioned to not do. Be consistent, be consistent. Consistency is all that matters. You will scale to six figures and beyond if you are consistent. For many of us, especially for those of us who are empaths, highly sensitive introverts. For us, this feeling of consistency can feel really great in the beginning. But as soon as something feels out of alignment, as soon as something shifts, being being consistent for the sake of consistency is going to pull us so far away from our truth. And it's going to stop us from achieving that big scary shit in 2021 and beyond because we then feel trapped. We feel trapped by our own planning, our own strategy, right? We get trapped there. Well, no, I have to do it this way because that's what I planned out. You don't have to fucking do a damn thing, right? So if you plan something out and it doesn't unfold that way, cool. That's fine. Permission to make changes, pivot, evolve. Okay. So that journaling prompt again, right. To explore, 
instead of I have to plan my entire year out, what about I'll plan as far as I can see, as far as I can envision, and I'll allow the rest of the year to unfold. It's going to require some surrender. If you just took a deep breath in like I did, <laughs> the idea of surrendering, nope, I, I like control. That's that's really scary. So just remember, plan as far as you can see. And I should say at this point, okay, we're halfway through. We've got two more journaling prompts. I want to say just for a moment, whilst maybe you're working on that and you're thinking about it, come over to Instagram, right? Come over, join the conversation on my feed where this post is going to live or come over to my DMs if you want to have a more personal conversation about this. Maybe you're struggling with like one thing, maybe something's really sticking and you're like, I don't know what to do. I feel really conflicted. Come over, like share it. Because you know what? In my experience, when we actually send that message, even when we're writing it out, we actually realize we already know the answer. The amount of voice messages I have sent this year, either to myself or to other people. And then maybe I'm asking a question or I'm trying to figure something out that I'm feeling stuck on. And I get halfway through the message and I'm like, you already know the answer. You already know this. You're just asking for validation. That's okay. Right? That's okay. But sometimes we don't need that. Sometimes we actually already know and actually asking someone or seeking validation makes it actually challenges and makes it more difficult because you don't need someone else's thoughts or opinions. Okay. So number three, number three, this is a big, a big mindset block. Something that we can often feel in the new year, in the first few months. I mean, we can feel it anytime, but I think it definitely comes up at the beginning of a year. For those of us who want to take our goals, our intentions, our visions a little bit slower. And all we see is people kind of going full, full on into their their planning, their goal setting. And so we start to see a lot of the posts around, I'm going to achieve this. This is how much money I make. And And there's nothing wrong with that. Okay. It's fine. But for many of us who are not there yet, we're not ready or we want to be slower with it. We want to be, we just need to take our time. It can feel like we're behind, right? It can feel like we're behind. I know that so often in the past, I've spoken to to people who get to like March time and they already feel so behind in their business. They already feel so behind with their goals, with their plans, with their content. Like there's, it's, it's this strange, it's this strange feeling where everyone seems to be planning goals, but then the people I speak to seem to feel like they're behind. And I felt like that. I was having this conversation with somebody recently that in the five years I've been running my business, I have never launched anything in January. This January is going to be different but I've never launched anything at this time of year because it's never felt right. It's always felt like a huge amount of pressure and hugely overwhelming. And I haven't felt prepared or ready. And there's a whole number of stories that I could be telling myself there, but it just hasn't felt right. But I've always felt this pressure because I look around and everyone else seems to be doing it. And they seem to be doing it in this way that's highly successful, right? 
Now, look, we can take that however we wish because we don't know the truth because it's none of our business and it's just what we see on social media or in groups and communities that we're a part of. But I remember even last year, or sorry, the beginning of this year, as it's still the 31st of December, <laughs> I remember beginning of 2020, I had not planned to launch until I think it was the end of March. I was launching my membership and I was in a community and it was very kind of geared towards passive income and very geared towards, you know, hustling, you know, very much focused on hustling so that you could then make money in your sleep, you know, that kind of narrative. But one of the things I kept seeing was January is a great time to launch. And I was like, January does not feel like a great time to launch. And I brought my launch forward by a couple of weeks. Turned out to be a good thing because I kind of wrapped it all up before everything went into lockdown. So I saw the both the, the positive of that, but I also look at it and say to myself, you know, I, I definitely felt pressure. I definitely made those shifts because I felt like, well, everyone else is doing it. So I know that this new year can bring a sense of feeling behind. It can make us feel like we're behind with our content, with our goals, with our vision, financially, whatever it might be. And so I want you to, this is more of a mantra, but you could certainly journal on this. Questions like, why do I feel behind? Whose expectation is it? Right? Whose expectation in business? Who's telling me that I'm behind? But the mantra I want you to really hold on to is, I'm exactly where I need to be. Right? So instead of, I already feel so behind, focus on, I'm exactly where I need to be. Because you are, wherever you are in your journey, you're exactly where you need to be. And, you know, there's this, that saying, don't compare your beginning to someone else's middle. Right? Don't compare your beginning to someone else's middle. Maybe you've been in business six months, a year, two years, five years, but you're comparing your business and your current reality to someone else's 10 years in business. Right? Every single year we're in business, we learn so much about ourselves, about business, about what we want to do. And I really think that it's just different levels of growth for each of us. We're all learning. We're all on different paths, but we're exactly where we need to be, right? We're exactly where we need to be. Okay. So the fourth journaling prompt is, is all around that question, what if, right? This is something... I know, <laughs> I know so many of you probably are experiencing, saying, asking, what if, right? We set these goals and then there's this little voice, this little, this little fucker who comes up and is like, but what if, right? What if, Melanie, what if you don't achieve your goals? What if you don't make that amount of money? What if you don't have that kind of launch? What if no one buys? What if you don't get that many people, right? We know the narrative. We know it. Insert whatever your voice is saying, right? This is this is our inner critic showing up 
This is our self-doubt, our inner critic showing up. And the inner critic is a safety mechanism. The inner critic is a safety mechanism. They show up to keep us safe, right? Which I think for me, when I heard this for the first time, I was like, this is a really nice way of spinning something that can be so frustrating. My inner critic is very, very loud. And a couple of years ago, I was doing a lot of research around Enneagram and personality types. And I I learned that so much of my personality is comes back to this inner critic. And I remember reading this statement that said, your inner critic is so loud that you often look outside of yourself, other people, and you cannot even comprehend that they don't have this same noise. And I I was just like, yes, like that's it. I feel like sometimes I'm so alone with my personal inner critic because she is so loud. I have named her, she has an identity, but my inner critic is so loud that I can't understand that other people don't have this. How, How do other people function in this world? And they're not experiencing this same level of noise and critique and self doubt. So The what if question comes up for all of us, but also let's just stop and remember that for each of you, it's going to look a little different. The level of noise that you experience, um, the persistence of your inner critic, and it will also be dependent on what you're doing, right? We could set 10 different goals. I don't think, I think that's a lot, but okay, let's go with five. We could set five different goals for our business or intentions for our business. And you might have a little bit of a what if for each of them, but the persistence of that what if, the persistence of your inner critic and self-doubt could vary for each one because maybe your financial goal is more of a, a challenge or more of a, a big scary thing than having a launch where you you get five new people or selling five paintings or selling five programs or whatever it might be. So the, the level of that noise, the decibel, <laughs> the decibel level of that noise is going to differ depending on that intention or that goal. But remember, it is, it is a safety mechanism. It is your, it, it, your inner critic is trying to keep you safe. It doesn't want you to do big, scary shit. It doesn't want you to challenge yourself or step outside of your comfort zone. So when that that what if I don't achieve my goals comes up, we can, at that point, either believe and and you know listen to it as a a truth and say, okay, yeah, well, I'm not going to then, am I? Or we can explore right? We can talk to the inner critic and we can say, well, sure, but what does it take to achieve those goals? I have this goal and it feels really good. It feels really aligned. What, what do I need to do to achieve it? What, what does it look like? Because our inner critic speaks in truth, right? It's, it's binary. It's like yes or no. You can do this or you can't do this. But that isn't that's not how we set goals, or at least 
we need to stop trying to set goals in that way. We need to stop trying to set our intentions in that way. Our intentions don't have to be binary. So instead, you know, and it's not actually, I'm going to stop. I'm, I was going to say instead of what if I don't achieve my goals, but actually when, what if I don't achieve my goals or what if I don't achieve, insert your thing here. Instead of that, say, I'll achieve what I'm supposed to, right? You've set this intention, you've sat with it, you've given it deep thought, you know that it's something that's right for you. So really there's no reason for you to not continue and try and look at what it will take and explore the options. But at the end of this year, when you look at reflection and look at, okay, you know, what things did I really want to to tick off to achieve? What's on my bucket list? What's on my intention list for this year? Remembering that you'll achieve what you're supposed to achieve. So those are the four journaling prompts I wanted to introduce you to. I wanted to explore with you a little bit. That first one, how can I make the same amount of money and work less? The second one, about planning, I'll plan as far as I can see and allow the year to unfold. The third one, I'm exactly where I need to be. And the fourth one, I'll achieve what I'm supposed to. So I wanted to kind of finish up today's episode with a a challenge that I found myself in as I was journaling these past couple of weeks. And I thought it was worth exploring with you on the episode because I, I, I often think, well, if I'm thinking this or feeling this or have put this story on myself and I'm telling myself this and probably other people are too. So I was writing about this year and what I'm hoping to or what I'm intent, what my intentions and my vision is for 2021 and beyond. And one of the things I realized, one of the stories I realized I'm telling myself is all around a condition, right? And putting a condition on my success. So I have talked about this a little bit before, but this year amongst the chaos, there were silver linings for so many of us. We learned a lot. And one of the things that happened in my business is that it did start to grow. I had been very impatient for a long time, but I had also been persistent. I carried on going and everything started to grow. And I, at this point, can say I have a team of five incredible people who support me and my business in incredible ways. But what I was telling myself is that this only happened because of COVID. This only happened because of lockdown. And I was telling myself that, well, yeah, if, if this hadn't happened, it wouldn't, it wouldn't have grown in that way. And I've been telling myself this for months. If we hadn't, if this hadn't happened, if we hadn't been stuck at home. 
then my business wouldn't have grown. I wouldn't have a team. I wouldn't be doing this podcast. There's all these conditions. And I, I, I felt it and I, I could hear myself saying it and I stopped and I was like, well, okay, but I don't know that to be true. This is the year that happened. I had no control over the year unfolding in the way it did, but I had control of how I reacted. I had control of the decisions I made, the decisions I made. Because in even in of, its, in of itself, I could have decided not to hire a team. I could have decided to try and hustle. I could have decided not to take on more clients. I could have decided to say no to the opportunities that were in front of me. That had nothing to do with COVID, lockdown. It had nothing to do with that. That was, they were choices I have made. So the purpose of this is to, to remind you as you're looking at this year and planning for the following year, where are you telling yourself some stories? Are you telling yourself any stories about what this year has meant for your business or yourself? What has it meant for your goals? And do we know this to be true, right? Again, coming back to that binary, yes, no. Do we know it to be true? Or is it just an example of a story that is trying to keep you safe? Because next year will be different because it's a new year. It's a different, every day is a little bit different. There are things out of our control, but how we react to things, the work we choose to do, the intentions we set, how we listen to our intuition or not. Those are choices that we as individuals make. There are things that impact that. Of course, there are external factors that impact all of these decisions. We are not all living in this kind of equal, this equal opportunity. It's not, it's not the same for all of us. We live in different places. We have different um, responsibilities. We live different lives. But I also want to encourage you to look at where there may be are some stories, some things that are, you're putting some conditions on your success, either success you've already experienced or success that you want. I can only achieve X if I do Y, right? We do that a lot. And it, uh, sometimes it's completely subconscious because they're old things. So... I've really enjoyed this episode exploring these four journaling prompts with you. As I said, come over to Instagram, share anything you want around these, these four questions, or, you know, send me a message if you want to explore them a little bit further, or if you're getting stuck with something, let me know. Um, and as I mentioned, today's episode was really not just incredibly useful as a tool for intentions and visualizing for 2021 and beyond. It's also giving you some insight into what we're going to be exploring and facilitating inside of the Outlaws mentorship. And we're going to be doing that twice a month together, holding space for each other and actually having opportunity to answer those questions privately, you know, in your own journal, sharing what it feels comfortable we're going to be building this community together. And I'm so excited to share more of that in the coming weeks. Next week's episode, we're going to be exploring 
what it looks like to run your business as an outlaw, right? An entrepreneurial outlaw. What does that mean, right? What kind of steps do we need to take? And I'm going to be breaking all of that down for you. We're going to be talking about kind of the outlaw spirit, if it were. So join me next week for that amazing episode. Happy New Year. And I cannot wait to see your goals and intentions come to life this year. Can I wait to hear from you over on Instagram? And if you are interested in joining the Outlaw Mentorship, if you're going to slip off, you're like, hmm, I need this. I'm interested. Go over to the show notes, click on our link for the Outlaw Manifesto. This manifesto gives you an idea of everything it is about being an entrepreneurial outlaw. And we're also using that as our waitlist. So go sign up, get the manifesto. And next week, we will be giving you all the details, and all the opportunities to join us inside of the Outlaw Mentorship. Okay. Have an incredible New Year's Eve, an incredible New Year, the rest of your holiday period. Have a great week and I will see you next time. Until next time, Outlaws. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Entrepreneurial Outlaws. If you see yourself as an entrepreneurial outlaw and enjoyed this episode, would you do me a small favor? It would mean the absolute world to me if you could take a moment to subscribe to the show and leave a rating and review. By leaving a review, you are helping me to grow our outlaw community and together we can show other entrepreneurs that breaking the rules can actually be good for business. Don't forget, you can find the show notes for today's episode along with any of the links that I mentioned on my website at melanienights.com forward slash podcast. And if we're not already virtual besties, you can come and hang out with me on Instagram. I am the one with the country music playing, the lukewarm coffee in my hand, and I'm dishing the dough on how we can make entrepreneurship more inclusive and transparent. Plus, I'll probably send you some fun gifts. So until next time, outlaws. 